dunk. Rich, that was a poor time to take a swig of tea. <laughs> dunk, that, that guy Joey has disappeared. Have you uh, run out of chicken? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think we just ran out of chicken and he just left as soon as the chicken was done. I'm gutted. What what a lovely bloke that man is. Yeah, he's a good friend. I've known him since I was a kid. And the fact that we're still friends uh, is brilliant. And I get to have lots of fun um, working with him too. So uh, very fortunate to have that guy in my life. He's he's brilliant. Very funny guy. Very funny. But let's not dwell on what we've lost and let's <laughs> dwell on what we've gained. <laughs> You've gained more of Rich and Dunk. Rich and oh, Dunk's ramblings. Yeah. <laughs> right, Dunk, all right. Pick a number between one and ten. Good luck, Dunk. Good luck. Five. Five. Okay, five. Okay. So we no, had... no, we didn't have it last week. No, five no. Five wasn't nothing because it was all uh, even numbers. If I remember we had right. a lot of sport last week. A lot of we sport did. last week. So we've not got sport, which is good. Um, it is the, and I, I'd be interested to know how much you know about this, Dunk. It is the Cecil Hotel. I know absolutely nothing about the Cecil Hotel. Well, then you will find this fascinating. Are you ready, Dunk? Yeah, let's do this. So this is a really famous hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Um, it's famous because it's had quite a few different kind of uh, I would say some famous people have stayed there and whatnot, but what it's more famous for is that it has had so many um, deaths um, and suicides and mysteries um, that it's became kind of a bit of a a famous kind of place, Dunk. There is a really uh, famous one that I'll get to later, um, which is actually a really interesting story. And there's been a documentary that's just come out about this hotel on Netflix recently um i knew about it before the, the documentary dunk i'm not i'm not jumping on the bandwagon i was okay, okay. i was all about this cecil hotel years ago because there's so many mysterious kind of things that have happened so uh would you like me to give you a little history about it dunk and you can stop me and add stuff as we go along on our visit to yeah, the cecil lay, hotel in los angeles lay it on me lay it on me okay um, I don't know if they say this on here, so before I get started, I just want to say, it, where it's downtown Los Angeles, um, you kind of have your kind of rich area of Los Angeles, and then you have your very, very, very poor area of Los Angeles. Um, do you know what they call that area, Dunk? I always forget. There's a certain area um, that is kind of full of a lot of homeless people, a lot of drug addicts, unfortunately, and a lot of people that aren't looked after very well in society. I don't know what they call it, but I, in my head, I've got this sort of vision of um, you know, sort of a flavella, a slum. Sure, sure. If I remember the name, I'll let you know. Um, it might, uh, it might crop up in the story, but that's kind of where the Cecil Hotel is. It's kind of seems more closer to that area than the kind of rich area, as such. Um, so it's a budget hotel in downtown Los Angeles on Main Street. Um, it opened in, on December the 20th, 1924. Now, remember, Dunk, America's not... The, the the current America isn't so old, so they think that 1924 is really old, just, just to let you know. Sorry, Americans. It's not. <laughs> the hotel was renamed Stay on Main as an effort to distance the establishment from its dark past. 
the 19th floor hotel has 700 guest rooms. The hotel has a checkered history with many suicides and deaths occurring there. As of 2017, it was being renovated and redeveloped into a mix of hotel rooms and residential units. The hotel uh, will open up again in, for business on, on October 19, uh, 2021. So it's currently closed for renovations. Is it closed for renovations or is it just uh, closed because of its reputation? I'd imagine its reputation and the Netflix documentary would probably bring it does. tourists. Yeah, it does massively. For that reason. Yeah, it really does bring tourists, especially I would say in the last 10 years, I would say there's been a lot of that where, you, where we've had quite a trend of, um, what do you call it? Kind of, uh, what do you call it? True crime? Like people that yeah, are yeah, really true, into that. True documentaries, yeah. Um, detectives, what are they called? Home chair detectives. There's a name for it. Um, yeah, a lot of those people like to stay there. So the Cecil was built in 1924 by three hotelers: William Banks, Hannah, Charles L. Dex, and Robert H. Strips, as a destination for business travelers and tourists. That was the original plan for it, Dunk. Um, the hotel cost 1.5 million to complete, and you can imagine in 1924, that's that's quite a lot of money. Um, that is. The free hotel has invested about 2.5 million in the enterprise with the knowledge that several similar hotels have been established elsewhere downtown. But, but within five years of opening, the United States sank into the Great Depression. I'm giving you proper history here. Although the hotel florist as a fashionable destination throughout the 1940s. So it was it was originally quite a high place stunk. It was considered quite, you know, oh, this place is the shit. Going here is cool. Um, it kind of declined in the 1940s um, and is and this is partly because of this is it it's called Skid Row Dunk that's the area that I'm talking about in Los Angeles right um, okay that became increasingly populated with you know 10,000 homeless people living within a four mile radius why so just going back to Skid no, Row is it called Skid Row because they used to uh, race cars and stuff around there I don't actually know, Dunk. I don't know the history of Skid Row. That would be a whole podcast in itself. We'll do that in future. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. uh, in 2007, a portion of the hotel was refurbished um, after new owners took over from there. Uh, in 2011, part of the hotel was rebranded as Stay on Main. Uh, with, with, this is quite interesting. With separate reception areas. So during the day, there's shared facilities, but they have like two check-in points, Dunk. So you've got the check-in point that takes you to the residential place, which the plan was that was actually for a lot of housing for, you know, homeless people to stay in. And then you have okay. the hotel area, which is more like, yeah, for your for your people that are traveling, really, tourists. Um, but you share the same kind of facilities in there, which is interesting. Um, I'll skip this because it kind of goes on and on and on about a lot of stuff. So let's get into the nitty gritty, the reputation that it has. So the first documented suicide at the Cecil occurred on the evening of January 22nd, 1927. We're going way back when Percy Ormond Cook, 52, shot himself in the head whilst inside his hotel room after failing to reconcile with his wife and child. You know, this is sad. You know, it's a sad story. Yeah, but it's, you know, at this stage, it's a one off. Yes, yeah, exactly. Start of you know, it's it's. Tragic, it's horrific, but yeah, unfortunately these things yeah, happen. That's it. So then the next reported death occurred in nineteen thirty one when a guest uh, WK Norton died in his room after taking poison capsules. Again, something that happens. Yeah. Uh, throughout the nineteen forties and fifties, more suicides occurred. 
it skips it for some reason, Dunk. And um, in 2008, two long-time residents referred to the, the Cecil as the suicide. And it became a popular nickname in social media years later. Now, they say that there's at least been uh, 13 suicides that have happened at the hotel. Now, going on to more uh, the mystery now. I think this is the mystery part. No, this is more of the crime drama. So in 2015, whilst researching the hotel... Um, Researcher Hadley Mears claimed that in 1947, Elizabeth Short, she is the the Black Dahlia, she's a famous um, serial killer dunk, was rumoured okay. to have been seen drinking at the Cecil's bar in the days before her notorious and unsolved murder. Um, however, this claim um, appears to be nothing more than the retelling of a long-forgotten falsehood that first appeared in 1955, blah, 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 blah. Uh, there's more, I'm just trying to skip to the, the more interesting stuff, dunk. Uh, blah 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 so she stayed there and then uh, in 1964 a retired telemarketer named Pigeon Goldie Osgold who was well known and well liked long term resident at the hotel was found dead in her room uh, yep stabbed beaten and raped a really horrible thing uh, someone was charged for it uh, and then we're going on so infamously in the 1980s the hotel may have been the residence of the serial killer, Richard Ramirez, nicknamed the Night Stalker. So you've got more than one uh, serial killer that seemed to l- stay at this place, Dunk. Can we can we go back to the 1964 one? Sure, sure. Um, which, I mean, I've got a list. I've got the list of deaths and violence at the Cecil Hotel yep. on Wikipedia. Right. Um, this particular 1964 one is... Um, one of two of the list that the murderer was acquitted. So he was arrested and charged, but he was later cleared of the crime. Right, okay. And he remains unsolved. Um, and then another one, what was it? Murder, but it was acquitted due to insanity. Mm. But there don't seem to be any murders other than that. Well, nothing, yeah, nothing's ever actually been proven to be a murder. Okay. So you've got serial killers staying there, but no murders as such. But no murders as such. If they're suspected murders. Yeah. Um, but they've not been proven. Okay. Dunks on the Thank facts you. here. Dunks on the facts. Okay. So now we're getting into what is probably... This is how the Cecil Hotel was brought to my attention, Dunk. Um, and it's what the recent documentary was about as well. And it's kind of become a big mythos and big... Uh, kind of lure about about this place. So in 2013, the Cecil, um, which was rebranded the Stay Hotel at the time, uh, became the focus of renewed attention when surveillance footage of a young Canadian student, Elisa Lam, behaving erratically in the hotel's elevator went viral. The video depicts Lam repeatedly pressing the elevator buttons, walking in and out of the elevator, and possibly attempting to hide from someone. It was recorded shortly before her disappearance. So she was staying at the hotel and she disappeared and they, they were looking for, for this person for quite a long time um, until her naked body was discovered in a water supply uh, cistern on the hotel roof following complaints from residents of odd tasting water. So people had been drinking this water. Um, Delightful. <laughs> uh, how she got into the cistern remains a mystery. The floor Lamb stayed on was one of floors that did not have security footage which left uncertainty as to whether her death was a homicide, uh, homicide. until Lam's sister had revealed to detectives that Lam had a history of not taking her medication. A mon- she seemed to suffer from bipolar, I believe. 
Among her possessions left at the hotel were several prescription medications, seemingly untouched. Lam had previously been diagnosed with an extreme form of bipolar disorder. Lust police ruled that her erratic behaviour on the elevator was caused by hallucinations and she stepped into the tank herself, believing that she was in danger. The Los Angeles uh, country coroner ruled her death accidental due to drowning, with bipolar disorder being a significant factor. Now, there's a lots of debate over whether, you know, she was murdered or whether it was supposedly an accidental death um, related to not taking her medication. Um, and then, you know, if you there's very famous footage of the elevator where she's in it, and she is moving very erratically. It does look like she's hiding from someone. Um, and it also looks like the footage was cut at one point. So there's a few suspicions over it. Um, okay. And there, there was a, a lot of people saying, was she playing this? There's a, there's a thing called the elevator game, which is this, this game that you play um, where you're believed to kind of, I don't know, some kind of contact the other world. Or let, you know, you play this game, you've got to press these numbers, you do these strange behaviours and activities as part of the game, and then you'll land somewhere. That, that's kind of the mystery type of ghosty whatever thing that I I um, just like learning about. I don't believe in it, but it's interesting to learn about. Um, but when you watch this footage, for me, it just looks... I don't know, it looks like someone who's 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 hiding, and at some point it looks like she's talking to someone... Um, but you can't see anyone, you know, is that, I know there are versions of bipolar disorder where people do suffer from hallucinations, and obviously if she's not taking her medication, that could be something that could play a part in it, that that overall is what they've ruled it as, um, but there is a lot of other factors to the story that make it kind of unique and strange and interesting. I want to ask a question, right, in this modern age, You've got this hotel that's been associated with a lot of atrocities, right? Mm -hmm. How is it that they haven't got decent enough CCTV coverage across the entire hotel? Exactly. Not with. I'm not suggesting they put them in the rooms, but sure. At least if you've got like everywhere, yeah, hallways, especially um, especially roof, especially the the one that leads you to the roof, like the hallway that leads you to the roof. Do you know what I mean? You'd think exactly. We especially as a hotel covering their own insurance, (laughs) you think they'd be thinking about that type of stuff. But from a cynical point of view, it's great for business if people keep dying there. It keeps the legend (laughs) alive. I mean, that's literally what it's done, done, Dunk. Like, now it is just this famous hotel known for, you know, a place that serial killers used to locate that people have, you know, committed suicide, sadly, and passed away. And that, uh, you know, you have this Elisa Lam mystery um, to add to it. And it, it literally is just, I reckon, quite often uh, vacanted by people, you know, internet sleuths as such, people that are interested in these mysteries. I mean, I have clearly been a bit of a slow up in the amount of deaths at this hotel in the last well since 1975 so yeah 40 odd years it does seem that way there's only been it? three deaths mm. you know there was one in 92 and there was a massive gap one in 2013 and another one in 2015 so yeah i don't know this is do you, Will we ever see another death in our lifetime at this hotel do you think this was because in 1987 the band u2 performed a live concert on the rooftop of, of of one story building on the corner of 7th and Main in Downstreet, Los Angeles, next door to the season. Do you think you two performing next door saved everyone? 
Uh, yeah, convinced all of those people are having a bad time that it's a beautiful day. (laughs) (laughs) Rumour has it, if you stay in the hotel, you can still hear Bono's voice reverberating. (laughs) Oh, mate. Um, You know what? There's actually American Horror Story, the TV show. Season five uh, is based on the Cecil Hotel, and they do a fantastic... um, kind of yeah like interesting horror type of program based on it lady gaga's in it and i tell you what dunk she is actually a very good actress i know she's done very well in that that big movie but she's actually Uh, she is uh, a good actress very talented well fantastic i tell you what dunk i wouldn't stay there though i think would you not no no knowing all this information i wouldn't stay there i'm I'm quite easily spooked out, I would say. It doesn't take much. Do you know what I'm... Uh, even though I am always fascinated by ghosts and ghost stories and all these type of things, I wouldn't yeah. be able to stay there. I would just be terrified. I think, we need, I think we need to work up to it, mate. I think you and I should do a 20 and go from a haunted house somewhere in the UK or yeah. in a, a place in the UK that's got history. I'm up for that. But what would the 20... Would it have to be like a specifically ghost 20 and go type of Halloween-like special type of episodes oh I'm, I'm i'm thinking we we talk through the history we talk about the stories and we try and debunk them oh my gosh mate i mean this this is a good idea I, i'm i think this is a very good idea i think i i may wet myself but i'm up for this we're all good it's all good are we holding your hand the whole time <laughs> well you're quite good at like just talking sense dunk so i feel like i would just come up with all this history and all this and you just go yeah but you know that that didn't happen <laughs> or you'll be like yeah that was the neighbor you just prove everything. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe. I I think if you put a heart monitor on me, I'd shit myself. Ah, uh, that's <laughs> see, that's what I. That's it. Like, even if you're the most, um, you know, logical. Uh, what's the? You can you can sound like you got it all together, but really you're uh, you're just a swan. It's just you look calm it, on the top, but it, you're kicking like fuck underneath. Isn't it interesting that just uh, a location or a story about a place can do that to you? Like, even though it, it might not be factual or it might just be stories or, you know, passed down in time. Um, it's interesting that that can just completely change your atmosphere of an environment and how you feel in that environment. It can, yeah, absolutely uh, set your mind racing, doing all sorts of things. I wonder what the uh, creepiest place to stay would be, Dunk. Is there anywhere in Scotland that's really creepy? There's got to be loads, loads of in Scotland, right? Loads the history of, places, of Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Edinburgh Castle if, itself would be interesting if, if there isn't, If there isn't, then I can make up some sort of story <laughs> about, about a, a, a castle ruin in the middle of a lake and we can kind of stay in the middle of a lake. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, no escape, mate. No escape. Have you ever been in a hotel and uh, felt uh, like this is a creepy place, man? Um, I always find hotels like the the hallways of hotels are very creepy. Is that because of The Shining? Mm, not overly. I th- I just think it's a very it's very disorientating. Mm. If you have to walk through a hotel like hall and there's either like too many doors that break it up or there's a change in levels halfway along the hallway or it goes right or left and you just don't know what's going on. It's, it, yeah. Like it a labyrinth. Really 
Like a labyrinth. And you find yourself not knowing what direction you're facing. And I find that... 20 minutes. That... 